This evening, I want to ask the question, what really matters? As we continue our series in the fruit of the spirit. Um, this week, Sharon, you're there. Sharon, hi. We were out there in the graveyard, weren't we? Which sounds strange, but we were part of the places of welcome group. And we were doing a graveyard cleanup, which sounds very exciting. And it was going well. We were cleaning stuff up. There was rubbish and glass everywhere. And as I picked up um, um, a rusty Tatango can, someone in the group who's new to church, who's not here, turned to me and said, I feel really loved here. And I was so surprised because it was horrible out there and we were surrounded by like mess and, and dirt. And I said, sorry, can you say that again? And he said, I feel really loved here. And I asked him, is this um, a thing you feel often? Which he replied, not often at all. And my heart sank. You know, there are loads of people in our, in, um, in our community, aren't there, that feel un, um, unloved or don't know how to love or don't have anyone to love them at all. I think one of the greatest forms of poverty is the lack of relationships, is the lack of friends, is a lack of having anyone to ask you how you are, what's going on in your life. If you've been in church for a long time, or actually any amount of time at all, you've probably said a creed, or heard a creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, etc., etc., etc. And they're great, aren't they? They're fine. But if, but if we're really honest, sometimes we like rattle them off and think, actually, what's that got to do with my life? What's that got to do with, with kind of my faith and how I feel and think now? And essentially, they're a list of things, aren't they? A list of things that we believe that were put together a thousand years ago because there was heresies going on in, the, on in the church. That's really fine. And they're debated and they're important. But they don't talk about the one thing the one essential thing that Christ says is the main thing, which is love. They don't talk about love. They talk about all these theological things, which are brilliant and important, but they don't talk about love, which is the central thing. Um, there's a picture coming up on the screen now. Does anyone know who this is? It's my father. It's your father? Okay, great. <laughs> Confusing. Elon, Elon Musk, who... Uh, is the founder of Tesla, who make cars and other things. And let's be honest, he's a pretty controversial guy. But he said, um, someone asked him actually, how do you sell cars? What's your strategy? And he says, we make good cars, obviously. He's not going to say we make bad cars. We make good cars so, so, so that everyone tells their friends because people talk about what they love. Imagine if the church was known for love. It was known for the thing that's the most important thing, which is the fact that we love God and we love each other. And if we're honest, that's not the thing often the church is known for, right? It's known for loads of other stuff, but love is the essential thing. In the reading we just heard, the religious leaders of the time are trying to discover, trying to work out if Christ is a good Jew. And they do this by sending a lawyer, someone who can really argue, someone who can really unpick apart what you're going to say. Uh, next slide. If anyone has ever watched Prime Minister's Questions, you've probably seen this guy, Sir Keir Starmer. Um, and he's really good at arguing. He's really good at picking apart all the interesting stuff that our Prime Minister says. He's really good at trapping him and trying to get the real answer out. Um, 
And perhaps the lawyer who's questioning Christ really wants an answer. He really wants to know what the most important commandment is. Or perhaps he's just trying to crap, crap, trap Christ. And he says, which of the 316 religious laws are the most important laws? Which of these things that we've been taught that we have to keep to are the most important things? And Jesus actually, a little bit like a lawyer, answers back and he summarizes the law and says, the most important things are to love God with everything. To love God with everything that you have and to love others as well. Everything hangs on these two things. Everything is about these two things, how you love God and how you love others. As those who follow Christ, we're called to love as well. The only time that the New Testament gives God a name, it says God is love. Simple, easy, God is love. So we could say then that the whole Christian faith is a response to God's great love for us. We love him because he loved us. And we love others because he loved us. It's a, it's a loving response. It's a, it's a circle of love, as to speak. You know, it's a response of love. We love because God loved us. In the fruits of the spirit that we're exploring at the moment, the first one that Paul says is love. He begins with love. The first fruit is love because the others grow out of love. You can't know real joy and real peace unless you know that you're loved. You can't be kind. You can't be patient. You can't be at peace. You can't be good. You can't be faithful. You can't be gentle and you can't be self-controlled if you don't love. You can't do those things unless you love. They're actions of, of our love, aren't they? And so Paul starts with love. He lists love as the first thing, as the first fruit. Everything else grows out of that fruit. All the other things grow. You can't do those things unless you know love, unless you love. And it's not a wishy-washy kind of love. It's not a Netflix three-part drama kind of love or a Hollywood kind of love. It's real love. It's real proper love that's sometimes costly the kind of love we see in, in our Christ. Loving l- looks like being kind to those around us, even when we don't like them much, even when they annoy us. And so that could be our kids at home or our colleagues at work or those we share the roads with. Loving looks like being patient, perhaps giving PPP people more of our time, forgiving others when they don't meet the standards that we set for ourselves and for others. Loving looks like being good. I love it when people come to this church and say, this is a good church because of the great work you do in the, in the community. You can't love, unless, you, you know, loving looks like being good. Loving looks like being faithful in relationships and in friendships and being, and being someone others can trust and rely on. Wouldn't it be great for everyone to be a person who everyone says, oh, I can rely on them. I can trust them. Trust is at such a low ebb in our society at the moment, isn't it? Imagine being someone who can be trusted. 
loving looks like being gentle. This is one I find hard. Not always saying and do, 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 doing exactly what I think and how I feel Sarah's giggling at me. You know, not always having to be the center of attention all the time, but are leaving space for others to grow and others to thrive and others to have space. And finally, love looks like being self-controlled, not always doing the thing that we want because it might hurt others. So this perhaps includes our commitment to how we spend, how we live, how we drive our cars, all the kind of practical things in life because loving looks like being self-controlled. So I wonder as we journey through the fruits of the Spirit over the coming months, what love looks like for you? Where is God calling you to love more? In which areas is he calling you to practically love? To not just talk about love as a lovely thing, but to do practical things which show others that you love. And where might God be calling you to invest your time and your, and your energy and your finance even perhaps? Because the fruits of the spirit grow out of love. They grow out of a loving life, out of loving friendships, and out of loving relationships. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you love us. That you first loved us and so we can love others and we can love you. Help love to be the thing that grows all the good things in our lives, all the positive things in our lives. Help us to be a church and individuals that are known for loving. Help us to be kind and to be faithful to those in our community. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm.